Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our Love Revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and one another more, because we need more love in the universe. That's right. No matter what level you're on, we're here to get you higher. So today we have another amazing episode for you guys. Today, our main topic is... Come on, Melanie. Come on, Melanie. Come on, Melanie. Come why on, do, Melanie. Why do I have to be under pressure? <laughs> <laughs> because you're good. You're good uh, under pressure. Thank you. So today our main topic is using sex to avoid emotional connection. Who does that? Mm, a lot of people. That's right. Using sex to avoid <laughs> emotional connection. You know what? This one's going to be really good because this is going to be great for you singles, mm-hmm. but it's also going to be, be great for couples. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of juicy areas we're going to go with this one. I can tell already. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because you're excited. Uh, and this is a good thing when we're both excited. <laughs> yes, it That's is. Right. That's right. <laughs> but before we jump into the main topic, it's time for Ask the Clarks. Yes. Now, this is in this segment, this is where you guys get to send in your questions that you have about love, relationships, dating, and we'll answer them live on our podcast. So don't feel shy. Send them in. Yes. So today's Ask the Clocks question is Melanie. Yes. So today's question is, I am falling out of love and I don't want to be. Why do I feel like this? Hmm, I'm falling out of love and I don't want to be. Why do you feel like that? Yeah. You know what? Since I'm a gentleman, ladies first, I'm going to let you get the first uh, crack at this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you get just want to piggyback off of what I'm going to say. I already know you. What? I know how you roll. I know what? how you roll. You know, as soon as I read this question, what mm-hmm. hit me was we're coaches and we really help people manage their thoughts because your thoughts create your emotions and your energy. So what I have found in my life experience and in coaching, when people start falling out of love, it is because they have stinking thinking. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. Something happened that made you focus on what you don't like, or you came up with some belief or perspective about your partner and your ego, you could see, I listened to our last episode about yeah. your ego. Your ego started telling you negative things about your partner, which over time will build, I call it building a case, right? You build mm-hmm. a case against this person and then you wake up one day and you're like, I don't even like you. Why are you here? Why mm-hmm. did I ever yeah. like you? Yeah. Why, why was I in love with you? So when you start to feel like you're falling out of love, you have to consciously focus on the things that you love about your partner. You have to remind yourself why you mm-hmm. fell in love in the first place and then make that stinking thinking, happy thinking about your partner. And as you do that, you'll realize I do really care about this person. Maybe there's something that's bothering me. And generally, like, you know, the things that bother us are so small. It's maybe five percent of the relationship Mm -hmm. but if you focus on it it expands and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until your feelings change 
So what what sayeth you, my well, love? For one, I sayeth great answer. You date on as usual. <laughs> Thank you. And I'll let you go first, even though you're a hard act to follow. But that's all right. <laughs> I'll take the challenge. I agree with you 110%. So first of all, let's start off with why you fell in love. Yeah. Let's get to the core of it. Where you really fell in love, it wasn't the flowers. It wasn't the sweet talk. Mm-hmm. It was literally a chemical reaction going on in your body. It's called limerence. And when you first are in limerence in the beginning, when you're dating, you automatically focus on the things you appreciate about your partner. And it makes you feel good. Your body releases a chemical of dopamine, oxytocin, vasopressin, a bunch of these chemicals that literally get you high. Yeah. And that highness is that feeling of passionate love, being in love. And so within the first one to three years of most relationships, that limerence starts to fade away. And then... Those the rose-colored glasses come off and you start finding the things and seeing the things that you don't like about your partner. They mm-hmm. were there before, but you just did, ignored it. Mm-hmm. So now you're focusing on what you don't like. And the more you do that, the more you get addicted to that and the worse it makes you feel. Yeah. The less connected it makes you feel to your partner. The more you feel like you're growing apart and you lose that feeling. So now, how do you get that feeling back? Just like Melanie said, you have to consciously make it a point and want to fixate and focus on the things you love and appreciate about your partner. Mm -hmm. Even if they're irritating the crap out of you, there's still things there that you love and appreciate. You just have to redirect your focus. And the more you do that, the better you'll feel because appreciation is love in its smallest and most concentrated form. The more you, more you appreciate something, the more you'll like it. If you keep appreciating it, you'll love it. And if you continue to appreciate it, you will fall in love with it. So that's the key to staying in love as well as falling in love. So get back to focusing on what you like. Stop talking about what you don't like. Stop pointing it out Mm -hmm. and you'll fall back in love in no time. Yes. And I just want to add one more thing before we move on. Um, Avoid having conversations with your friends and everyone you know about the things that you don't like, because the more you do that, the more you're creating it and your friends and your family love you Mm -hmm. and they're going to tend to agree with you. And when you get that confirmation that, uh, what do they call it, social proof that you're right, it makes you double down. So don't go talking to everybody about it because they're just going to convince you (laughs) that you should fall out of love and talk to people about the things that you love about your life, yourself, and your partner. That's right. So just like you wrote in saying how you're falling out of love, now you start need to start writing in talking about how you're falling back in love. Yes. Yes. All mind over matter. Yes. That's right. So great, great answer. Thank so if you. you're listening, have any, like I said earlier, if you have any questions, send them to us, ask the clerks, and we will knock it out on air for you. All right. So now that we got <laughs> that out the way, let's jump into the main topic. Can I, can I just say this really quick before we jump into the you main topic? You can say really slow. You can say really quick. <laughs> you can do it any way you want, baby. I just love your voice. Aww. Like when you were just talking, I was just like, mm, I just love your voice. You have such Word. an amazing voice. Thank so, you. Yeah, I appreciate I, you. Actually, I feel the same way about you. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, your voice just thrills me. It's yeah, amazing. Your voice just soothes me. Mm, I love that. It's like I'm Ooh. the savage beast and, you, and your <laughs> voice just soothes me. And uh, I, my savage beast obviously uh, excites, <laughs> excites me. That's right. We go together, baby. We go together. We go together. That's right. You know what I, I think? I love it. I think that's a perfect example of focus on what you appreciate about your partner. Yeah, I notice what I appreciate because right. I focus on it. So uh, there's an example 
for you to do it. That's how you do it. That's right. We can do it. You can do it, too. Yes, exactly. So, Anthony, I'm excited to to hear what you have to say (laughs) on today's topic. So using sex to avoid, what is it? It's avoiding intimacy? To avoiding intimacy and connection. To avoiding intimacy and connection. So what what do you have to say about that? You know, I think that this is more common in dating. Okay. And so it, it's, it happens in relationships, committed relationships and marriages as well. But mm. I want to take the Ooh, route of daters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people in today's society that are dating, they're experiencing that. Mm-hmm. Where everybody wants the sex, but then when it comes to getting past the sex and moving into higher levels of, of commitment and satisfaction and connection, mm-hmm. things go south. Right. And there are a lot of frustrated people out there that are dating, that are running into this issue. Yeah. And my name is Anthony, and I've been there. Yeah. I was one of those people. <laughs> so you guys yeah. aren't alone. You're not crazy. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with you. And so I'll say for me, for example, when I was dating, because, and I frustrated a lot of women, because once we would sure. get sexually committed, I mean, sexually um, connected, mm-hmm. Then they wanted more mm-hmm. and they would not get more from me. <laughs> and, and you are stubborn when you yeah. don't want something. <laughs> and it would drive them crazy. Yeah. And they would call me stubborn. They would call mm-hmm. me scared. They would call me a lot of other things. <laughs> um, I bet. But yet they kept calling me. Yeah. And they kept calling me because they were frustrated and they wanted that connection with me. But I would not give them more than that. Yeah. And so... Was I broken? Um, what was wrong with me? Sometimes I would even ghost them. Yeah. And <gasps> Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awful. That's right. Um, You're a bad boy. That's right. <laughs> and um, that was very, very frustrating. And I get it. Yeah. But it was why I was doing it. And, you know, it took me a while to really understand what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But I realized that because my first marriage was so traumatic, a marriage that ended with a divorce and losing the twins that ended up being me not being a biological father mm-hmm. and athletic career that I gave up, it was devastating, especially at a young age. Right. And so at that point, I was afraid to be vulnerable. Yeah. I was afraid of connection mm-hmm. because connection equaled bad things oh. because of my past experience, mm-hmm. my trauma. Yeah. And so I still wanted a way to connect but not with my heart yeah and so it was you were protecting your heart yeah yeah okay so what i did was i used sex to get that connection Mm -hmm. and to get women's approval Mm -hmm. to get their praise to make them like me to make them feel me to make them want me right and it was great Mm -hmm. for me yeah. But not so much for, for them, them once yeah. they wanted more. Yeah. And so I also realized that the sex was a way for me to connect with them without me having to go into vulnerable areas where I could be hurt. Yeah. Um, to not be disappointed. And they could see the best of me. What I consider wasn't the best of me, but I could show them just the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have to deal with the headaches. I don't have to deal with me not, you know, stepping up to the way they wanted me to step up in a relationship. I didn't Mm -hmm. have to deal with their disappointment and me not being something that they wanted me to be. It was just, I'm giving you the sex and you love the sex. You're impressed with the sex. Let's leave it at that dismount. 
yeah. back away, no connection. And so you're the first, yeah, you're, until you came along, mm-hmm. that made me start to go, I actually might want connection with her. Mm. I'm actually enjoying the connection with her. I'm definitely loving the sex with her. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. And, but telling then after a while. Telling our business again. Telling our business again. I definitely want the sex because that was amazing. <laughs> uh, so I told it again for you. Um, Thanks, babe. But then after a while, the sex did not cut it for me by itself. Mm-hmm. It was just like the sex was the dessert and now I needed some nutrients. Yeah. And the nutrients came from the vulnerability and connection. Yeah. But I had to feel safe and I had to build my way up to that. What did I do different than other women that made you feel like, okay, I'm willing to have a connection with her and not just sex? You know, I think first and foremost, it was that you accepted me for who I was. Hmm. You didn't come into it going like, oh, you need to fix this. So I don't like this. I don't like that. You came in just appreciating who I was. Mm -hmm. You know, in the beginning, I made it a point to tell you who I was and let you know, like, hey, I'm not trying to lock it down. I like sex Mm -hmm. and I'm dating other people Mm -hmm. and there's no commitment and you can do the same thing and I'm not going to trip on you. Don't trip on me. If it don't work for you, just bounce. I get it. But if it works for you, you're cool. Then we could build from here. And you came in and you accepted me there. Mm -hmm. And once I saw that it was consistent, it wasn't just a rouge, then, did I say that right, ruse? Ruse, ruse, Ruse. yeah. Good job, good job. You got it, you got it, baby. Um, I do that a lot. I say words, I use words. (laughs) Is that that correct? But it is what it is. Uh, Moving forward. Okay. Um, So it was real. Because I was watching you in the beginning. I was like, "Mm, she just saying this just to get in there. Uh Let me see. She's trying to win me over, and then she's going to switch it up later. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to hold out on the deep vulnerability, the old yummy good stuff. I'm going to hold out on that and test her and see how long before she flips on me and starts telling me, oh, you need to change this. You need to change that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you stayed consistent. You didn't do it. And so Mm -hmm. naturally that trust was built, and I slowly but surely let down my fortress. Mm, Okay. And the more I let it down, the better it felt. Yeah. And when I let more I let it down, you didn't come and stab me. You just kept, you know, still loving <laughs> on me. And I kept dropping it, letting it lower and lower. Right. Until I was able to get that connection. Yeah. And I was able to get the connection and the great sex. Okay. So I had it all. Win win. I want it all. Oh, yeah. You should have it all. Everybody should have yeah. it all. Like, why can't you have and, and, great sex and connection? Yeah. And I, and I noticed that that's what's going on with a lot of our clients that we're dating. I mean, that we're coaching that are single, mm-hmm. that are dating. Yeah. That they're experiencing that frustration in their dating relationships. Um, they're even doing a lot of the women are doing it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's to protect their heart. Yeah. I, but that's a slippery slope because that heart could become frozen and it'd be hard to thaw out. Yeah. But it works both ways. What about you? Have you ever been there? Uh, have I just used, you know, when I first got divorced, mm-hmm. I did use sex to avoid connection because I did not want a committed relationship again. I was mm-hmm. like, Whoo, I just got out of that. I'm not trying right. to do that again. Right. <laughs> so I was just like, I call it sampling, right? Like mm-hmm. I was just enjoying sampling new flavors because right. I had been in a committed relationship for, I think, 11, 12 years. Right. And um, I was really enjoying my freedom. So I really didn't want, um, I didn't want to get in another relationship. Mm -hmm. And I know, and I knew even back then, 
in my 20s that vulnerability creates that connection. It's going to make you fall in love. So I was like, "Mm, I'm not trying to fall in love. So that's why when you were like, yeah, I could date other people. And I was like, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. I like you. I'm attracted to you. I enjoy you, but mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get in a committed relationship. Right. So I actually liked where you were coming from. We were a good match. Mm-hmm. And just over time, it happened naturally. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, what you were saying about like our clients and, and single people, I, I actually was thinking about this this morning. Like mm-hmm. I think about you single people a lot, like how I can help you, how I can guide you, because I really want you to have the love and connection that we have. Like it's amazing. I love it so much and I want that for everyone. So I was thinking about it this morning and I was thinking about it from the perspective of what makes people sabotage themselves? Because mm-hmm. we see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that people sabotage themselves is using sex and to avoid connection. So I was mm-hmm. thinking about that this morning. And what I realized is it's fear-based. Yeah, so we, we as spiritual beings, we need connection. Like it is a... Mm-hmm. It is really, truly a need. So instead of opening our hearts and opening our minds. This is going to sound real bad. I can already hear where I'm going with this. (laughs) (laughs) We're opening our legs. (laughs) I had to. It just Uh, was blowing. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Is that what I'm about to say? Yes. Sorry, guys. But uh, that's how it came to me. So that's how I'm going to give it to uh, you. (laughs) Friday's gift. Jeff there. Damn. Sorry. No, nah, you know what? I love but, that about you. But it's true. No, yeah, I love that about you. you yeah. What? That I say crazy shit. Well, just that as much as a lady that you are, you are still able to, you know, expand the brand and, um, you know, make me want to reach for my pearls. Honestly, honestly, the thoughts drop in and I just let it flow. So I, I caught Good. it before it came out, Good. but I was like, I'm still going to let it go. I saw but it coming. I was encouraging in my mind. I was like, come on, come with it. Come on, come on. Say it, say it, say it. Say it. That's right. So anyway, let me get back to the point. Um, <laughs> so it just feels easier yeah. to do it that way because the fear is I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to get judged. I may expose a part of myself that makes this person run. So I know how to be physical and I know that's going to feel good to me and it's going to feel good to the other person. So I think sometimes people think that if they get the sex right, then it'll create the space to be emotionally vulnerable. So it's kind of like... I don't want to say doing it backwards because y'all do what works for you. Like we're just having a discussion about it. Mm -hmm. But what I've found is if you do it the other way where Mm -hmm. you become vulnerable and you have Mm -hmm. deeper discussions and you share, you know, the things in your life that you just don't share with everyone. If you share Mm -hmm. them with your special person, they get to see a part of you that's very, very private and personal. Mm -hmm. And that's an honor. Like, I feel honored to see the parts of you that you share with me that you don't share with other people when you're vulnerable, right? Mm, right. So when you have that, that creates a whole energy in your body that that makes you feel connected to each other. And then when you have that, and then you have the sexual connection, that's where it, to me, it's amazing. And both of you feel it, and there's nothing like it. It just creates this desire 
to want to have more and more and more of that with each other. But I think the fear, the fears that I just explained, keep people from doing that. Mm -hmm. And so they just start to go like, eh, I'm just using you for sex or oh, that's all I want with you and I'm not doing more because that fear. And then there's so many fears behind that. These are the other fears I was thinking about that people do. I'm afraid to get in a situation and make a bad decision. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid to choose the wrong partner. Yeah. I'm afraid to get taken advantage of financially. So much financial talk in dating. Mm -hmm. So that's a big fear for people. Like, I don't want to get with someone yeah. who takes advantage of me and doesn't have as much as I have. And it's going to take my stuff, which uh, just uh, newsflash people, when you marry someone, their stuff is your stuff. And that's mm -hmm. part of marriage, right? Like you will go through hard financial times individually and together. That's just part of life. Mm -hmm. you, there's certain things that we can't control. And I think these fears make people try to control those things, like not making a mistake, not mm -hmm. having a bad financial situation. Um, I hear a lot of fear of being controlled. Like mm -hmm. I can't be myself. I have to be what you want me to be, which an that's another thing in marriage. Like you don't get to say who your partner gets to be. Mm -hmm. You have to accept all of them. And I think the fear of having to accept what they think they're not going to like makes them avoid that connection. So sex just seems like the next logical thing. We'll just have sex. I can interact mm -hmm. with someone. It'll take away some of my loneliness. It'll give me something to do. Right. I'll feel good after I get my cookies and mm -hmm. I'll just keep it moving until I feel I need to do that again. Mm -hmm. But you're leaving so much love and growth and connection and friendship and life on the table mm -hmm. by doing it that way. You know, I agree with you. You always agree with me. No, uh, I'm, I'm lying. You guys. I'm lying. You. I'm lying. You guys. He I does always not. Agree with you, no, you I don't. Agree. No, you. You're not agreeing <laughs> with me right now. <laughs> you uh, do no, not no, always no. agree with me. I, I most gonna, most of the time, you agree with me. Um, I was going to say that I actually don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's like, for example, there's a lot of people that if they have sex just one time, boom, they connect it. Yeah, that's true. Then if it doesn't work out because the other person's just like, nah, I just wanted sex. Yeah. That person's, oh, I can't, you know, they're stuck. They can't get over that person. And everybody they have sex with, boom, they immediately get connected. That could work against you. Yeah, that's true. So I think that when it comes to building connection, it's good to have connection, but you don't necessarily have to have it with everybody yeah. that you date or try to look for it and find it. It kind of will find you on your own. Yeah. You don't have to force it. And I got a lot of great things out of holding back my connection for a while you know do uh, tell do tell what did what'd you get um <laughs> for one i had the opportunity to explore my sexuality and my sexual power and mm -hmm. and understand it without judgment without having to worry about offending someone else because hmm. it was like i'm single i'm free i could do it my way and i wanted to have as many experiences as possible because i felt like yeah. i was catching up yeah and I was really irritated in my first marriage that I kind of got into that marriage so young and I didn't have a lot of experience. I had a lot of experience, but not at the level that I wanted to right, have them. Right. Then I felt like once I did what society expected me to do, yeah. <laughs> this lot settled down, I was like, okay, you're never going to have those experiences. Right. So then once I got divorced and was single again, 
it was like, you know what? I don't care what society thinks. I don't care what other people think. I'm going to be honest about what I am and what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to feel shame. I'm not going to feel guilt. If people want to run with me, cool. If they don't, they want to run away from me, cool. You got that option too. Yeah. But I am going to explore. And I was Dora the Explorer. And I <laughs> loved it. You I were had, sampling. You were sampling yeah, just like sampling. me. Mm -hmm. And I grew. Yeah. And I really did love the fact that the the woman looked at me like, wow, you're amazing. Yeah. And it was like, okay, good. Yeah. Let's leave it at that. Now, if I go further into a relationship, then all of a sudden now, I may not be so amazing to you. <laughs> so There's room I want to be disappointment. amazing or, you know, not amazing. I'm going to choose amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that I needed that for healing. I needed that to understand who I was. I needed that to step into my true power. Yeah. And so I don't think that it's always a bad thing. There's a season for it. Yeah. And I think that the trick is you can't get stuck on that because yeah. if you're really wanting love, when that person comes along and you have to be able to be vulnerable and be yeah. connected, you don't want to blow your opportunity. Yeah. And so you don't want to get stuck on that path. So no, I agree. Yeah. You know, uh, another uh, perspective on this topic is mm -hmm. this also happens in marriages. Oh, good. That's good. Good. Good turn. You good. know, it, it happens in marriages. And I, I know especially a lot of, mm. you know, women of a certain generation are just having sex and avoiding connection because they believe that's what they're supposed to do. Mm. And especially after they have children, they don't really always have the energy to have connection and they don't make it a conscious decision. So it's kind of like, well, I'll just have sex with you when you want to have sex with me and then you'll be happy and you'll leave me the hell alone so that I can do the laundry and get to work and mm -hmm. clean up after the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times they feel like I don't have time for the connection. The connection becomes work for them. Yeah, Like I have to, that's going to make me work and I don't want to work. And so it's just have the sex. Oh, you're feeling unheard, unseen. Okay, let's have sex. Um, mm -hmm. so that we could feel better. And I think a lot of men, married men are doing that too. Like you don't have time or energy for me. So we'll just have sex and that will keep us connected. We're in a season where we have small children or whatever the case may be. So we're just using sex to do that. And I think in a marriage that can be a slippery slope. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. you want to stay connected with the sex, but your connection and your your openness, your vulnerability, your time spent together is super important to sustain you through those years of feeling disconnected mm -hmm. because you're raising a family, you're building a career, you're doing all of those things. So you have to actually, once again, consciously make time to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, you and I have been doing this thing where we're doing um, connecting questions, right? Like mm -hmm. we're asking each other questions that help us stay connected. Like, what do you need? And I think a lot of times in relationships and in marriages, people avoid those questions because they take the responses as like, you're saying I'm not doing it. Or you're saying I'm mm -hmm. not good enough. Right. Or you're saying that you're not happy. And people generally don't like to hear that their partner right. has a need or they're not happy. Right. But we have to remember that we're always changing. We're energy and energy's constant is change. So we have to always communicate what changes are happening and what we may need. One year we may not need something. 
And then the next year, we feel like we need more time, right? Mm -hmm. So the first year, maybe we don't need it so much. Second year, we do. Well, people will take that as um, they'll get offended. Mm -hmm. Like, you're changing and you're not happy. Well, if I want you to be happy, I need to ask you where you at, what, what's working for you, what right. works for me, and be able to have those conversations to stay connected. Sex is a great way to stay connected, but it's so much yummier when you are talking and sharing and being vulnerable with each other. This is true. You know, I also noticed through our coaching mm. and life experience that a lot of women, in, when they're married in relationships, mm -hmm. They avoid connection by using sex. Mm -hmm. It's like sex is the reward. Yeah. If you do what I tell you to do, <laughs> if you act the way you, I tell you to act, then um, Father's Day is coming around and I'm going to give you sex or special sex. And a man is sexed Birthday off. sex. So he's like, okay, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I don't want to do it. I don't feel connected to you, but I'm doing these things you asking of me because I want the reward yeah but what the woman's doing is that she's not using connection in order to get him inspire him to do those things yeah, yeah. so it's like i don't want to deal with this guy i don't want to he doesn't listen to me he's not going to pay attention to me anyway and mm -hmm. I'm, i just you know what i'm just going to use sex and i'll use that yeah. as opposed to going the other route which might be a little more challenging to go yeah. you know what let's have deep conversations let me tell you what i'm experiencing what are you experiencing where are you at let me that's a deeper level thing that a lot of women they don't want they don't have the time or maybe they don't care they don't want to do it it's yeah. irritating to them and i know a lot of women in my life right now mm -hmm. not, not you melanie clark oh thanks for clearing that up i watch their <laughs> relationships and they do that uh-huh and it's like i'm gonna be cold to you i'm gonna be cold to you i'm gonna be cold to you but i'm gonna use sex mm -hmm. to kind of warm you up yeah warm you up to balance that so you <laughs> right. so you'll do what i tell you to do yeah so yeah i, I think that well that, works both ways. I want to add to that. A lot of men are uncomfortable having deeper conversations and being vulnerable. So a lot yeah, of women just too. just avoid it. Mm -hmm. So I think men could work on being more vulnerable. And it's and it's hard. A lot of times it's hard for men because all the programming yeah. is don't have emotions and don't talk about those things and be a tough guy and be a provider and be a hard guy. And so I know it's not easy for men to open up in that way. So as as women, you know, after a while, we get tired of trying to get men to open up. So mm -hmm. again, then it's like, well, our connection is sex. Mm -hmm. We don't have anything to talk about. Bills, kids, you know, laundry, mm -hmm. where we're going to go during the summer. So you have to dig a little bit deeper to get that connection. And sex is a good start. Like there's there's nothing wrong with it. I think I think the outcome of this conversation for me that I would like people to take away is you could have both. Mm -hmm. And you really need to ask yourself, like, why am I choosing sex over connection if you're doing that? Mm -hmm. And make a plan to have it all. Like, how can I go deeper with people and have it all? And there's a lot of variations on this. So Right, right. You know what? I think for me, it was if my penis likes you, then eventually my heart could grow to like you. <laughs> And it starts with that. So, ah, oh, you slay me. Yes, yes. So, but I tell you how beautiful you're looking. Oh no, please do. Yeah, you're looking gorgeous. Oh, thank so you so much. Camera, I'm like, damn. Mm -hmm. 
Life is hot. Thank you. I appreciate that. Com- yeah. Compliments work. Yeah, yeah. That works. I appreciate facts, it. Facts work too. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I love you. Uh, well, that's um, by Anthony Clark. Guys, <laughs> check that out. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, you're all, you're always very sweet to me. I, yeah. I will say that you're all, you always say nice things to me. You always see the good in me, and I, I just want to add to that. That kind of goes along with something you said earlier when I asked you what I did different to make you want to have connection with me instead of just sex, mm-hmm. you said, because I accepted you and I accepted you how you are. And one of the reasons that I could accept you so fully is you have always been, you're, you're very, okay, let me preface it with this. You're very straightforward, brutally honest. So I know that you're speaking your truth when you're talking to me, but you've also always been very kind and complimentary. Like you have always made me feel like I'm special. And you've done that with your words and with your actions, which makes it easy for me to accept you where you're at. And I was able to do that in dating. No one is perfect. You had some stuff you could have worked on. Uh, that you have worked on. I had some stuff that I could have worked on that I have worked on and I continue to work on, but I accept you and the things you need to work on and you accept me and the things that I need to work on. Um, And I think it is because we both showed up being vulnerable. You're very open with me about what you had gone through in your past relationships and how you, you were struggling with trusting and how you were struggling with opening your heart. I knew that's where you were coming from. And I think a big problem today in dating, and I even see it in marriages, is we're not sharing and explaining why we're doing the things we're doing and where we're coming from. And something that's just really sad to me is when people do, a lot of times your partner will say, those are just excuses, take accountability. But Our hearts go through what our hearts go through, and I think we're all doing the best that we can to heal ourselves and to get better and better and better. So if someone shares their heart with you and why they're doing something, I want to encourage you all not to look at it like you're just making excuses. Really take it in and care. Care about what they're going through. I care about what you're going through, Anthony. I remember when I met you, and you shared your story with me. It touched my heart. I was like, oh, man, I got to be gentle with this guy's heart because he has been hurt before and I don't want to hurt him further. So I think bringing a little bit more caring in, that's one of the things that has been really solid in our friendship, in our relationship. I care about what you go through. Even if I don't understand it, I care. I care enough to show you love and compassion. Love it. <laughs> love 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 it and i love you so that's all i have to say about that (laughs) so basically what you're saying is yeah you got a friend in me (laughs) yes you got a friend in me (laughs) yes and you have one fun friend too that's right you're a fun friend i enjoy you that's right (laughs) i feel the same way about you melanie clark that was a beautiful way to close this amazing episode another great episode yes wow so all you listeners out there, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. I want to thank you for all your love and support and for being a part of the Black Love Podcast Network family. Mm-hmm. We love and appreciate all of you guys. Um, and if you guys haven't had a chance yet to get a copy of our book, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, this is an Amazon bestseller. 
and this is great for couples this is great for singles get your copy you won't be disappointed yes. available at amazon.com um secondly if you guys are interested in coaching with amazing clocks yes you can coach with us to learn more go to the amazingclocks.com last but not least if you guys are interested in becoming a life coach or just want to learn some skills to life coach yourself to up to level up your game then check out our life coach training and certification course at law of attraction life coach academy.com yes thank you for joining us if you could like and share the amazing clarks with someone who needs a little extra love in their life we'd appreciate it and send us your questions to the ask the amazing clarks that's right so there you go people we gave it to you now what you're gonna do with it see you next time see you next time